Odd Conduit Media. What's it gonna be? You are now listening to the High Hey there, all you hoot hooters. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of... Hyrule Podcasters! The podcast of the Windfish. I'm your co-host, Ben. And I'm your co-host, Pat. On this audio-only Let's Play, we venture through each game in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. You got that right. We're pretty practiced gamers, but we're not experts or purists. We're just playing each game start to finish. And this season... For the final time, we're playing Link's Awakening DX. DX. D-D-D-D-D-X. D-X. I wish they would have made like a Mountain Dew DX to go along with this game. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, we're kind of playing Link's Awakening DX Code Red version with our... <laughs> we are. Code Red. Oh, what a terrible drink. Remember all that flaming hot Mountain Dew we saw? I don't, but that sounds atrocious. Do you ever like not want to finish a video game so you like put it off and then you never finish it? Yeah, I think I did that with Skyward Sword. Uh, that may have also been because I was having trouble with kind of the motion control there at the end of the game. Mm. I most recently did that more from like self-preservation uh, playing Elden Ring about a year ago <laughs> where I'd played like 55 hours in two weeks. Oh and my I was gosh, like, I gotta stop. Dude. And then... Coming coming back to a video game that intense after a couple weeks off, you're like, oh, wait, how do I play this game? And so I'm still stuck on the fire giant for any of you that played at home. I I feel that I've um, I just I, I feel like I never want a video game to end, you know, and and so I'll put off finishing it like I'm sad that this is ending, even though I could just pick it up and play it again. And I've played it so many times, but I've, I've probably played up till this point in this game a bunch of times. I also will put off finishing a game because I haven't collected all the things, but then, you know, I just let it get away from me. I forget the map and then I don't, I don't finish it. So I was talking to a friend of mine recently, um, who was, who was bummed Shout out to that he didn't ever finish Breath of the Wild. Now... I think that Breath of the Wild... Like beat Calamity Ganon? Yes. Like, is that what he means by beat? Yes, okay. and, that's, and that's what he meant by it. And I think that that game is designed in such a way... I know that a bunch of people say it's the perfect game. But I feel like it's designed in such a way that it doesn't like give you the impetus to want to finish the game the same way that other Zelda games mm. give you. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's a... There's there's definitely like a you can beat this game, but there's also just like a vibes version of the game. Yeah. And I don't know if it's necessarily a flaw, but I didn't feel super rewarded in the same way that I feel rewarded when I beat other Zelda games. And I think it's just like the lack of the dungeon structure mm. and you're a dungeon boy. I'm a dungeon boy. I like dungeons. 
You like them dank, you like them dirty, you like them <laughs> underground. I do, Been in the basement my whole life. Like, don't send me to the sky. I don't want to go to the sky. There's no dungeons, there in, the dungeons sky. in the sky. There's no dungeons in the sky. What is this? What you trying to tear up what is the this? Upside down for, world? Making me go up there. I'm trying to go underground. Come on. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, again, I, I hesitate to call it a flaw of the game. Sure. It's just a different a different kind of Absolutely. game. And I, you know, I haven't played that many open world games, so it's a new format for me. But I basically was like, it's cool, dog. A lot of people haven't beaten Calamity Gammon that have put years of their lives into Breath of the Wild. We're finishing this just in time to play Just in Time. Tears slash Tears of the Kingdom, which we've talked about. (laughs) We're not going to do a podcast on quite yet. Do you have any games that you're going to play or finish up before you start playing that game? I feel like you're trying to delay us finishing this game right now. We don't have That's to what finish it playing like. the game if you don't want. We can just talk. Let's finish it right now. <laughs> I got the sticks. We're jumping We're in. Jumping in. Let's do Here it. we go. All right. So we are outside of Turtle Rock, and we were told to go to the egg. Turtle Rock. I love the little nubby down. feet coming out where there used to be a face. Ben has full health. He's zapping baddies with his sword, Zapparunski. He's slicing up the the moblins. Are those moblins? Yep. So it looks like Ben's going to travel south through the woods. He's, he's retracing his steps. And what a great game. Um, I'm bummed to see it end, but I'm excited to watch you play this final section of the game. So I'm sure we have a couple things to do. <laughs> Guardian Acorn tried to get me. Sure, we have a couple things to do before we get to the egg itself. Maybe say, say goodbye to some villagers. Maybe villagers. We could restock some some stuff. I know we're a little low on arrows, and there was a book in the library that gave us a hint that we need to go review because I just kind of s- skipped right by it the last time that we dark were in secrets here. and mysteries of Koholins. Do you really want to read it? Yeah. Round and round, the passageways of the egg. All right, so we got left up, right up, right up, right up. I actually didn't do that correctly. Pat, edit it out. Left up, <laughs> Not gonna happen. right up, left up, right up. What are you talking about? It's, All right, we're going to use them. Yeah, so this is a hint that will come in very handy when we are inside the egg of the windfish. It looks like a whale, but mm. lays eggs, so it's not a whale, it's a fish. All right, so yeah, we were told that's the, we, I, I had remembered seeing that earlier when Patrick was in there, that it was the passageway of the egg and figured we should refresh ourselves. We're also a little low on some items. And uh, we're, first we're gonna see though what Good old Oryra has to do. Yeah, what do you have to say, good old Oryra? Hello! Hello! This is Oryra speaking. Goopy, it's time for you to face the egg. Up there on Mount Tamaranch. Be careful, Goopy. Thanks, Oryra. Bye, click. Very helpful. And then... Maybe we'll go see what... No, we're not going to go pop in there. Want to go fishing? I know you love fishing. <laughs> Definitely not. Woo-hoo-hoo! My Bow Wow is so proud of his fine fur coats. All right, well, she doesn't say anything. 
Nothing cool there. Nothing cool there. All right, well, let's stop by the shopkeep here. The oldie shoppe. Hopefully he has some arrows. Le shoppe. So we got 10 arrows for 10 rupees. Can we exit and get more? We could, yeah. Oh, let's see what Marin has to oh, say. Oh, yeah, that's our buddy. Thank you for everything. Goopy, you are the kindest boy I know. One day I made a wish to the windfish. What was the wish? It was a secret. I'm not going to tell you. Ha <laughs> Dude, you're asking me when we started to live on this island? What do you mean by when? Whoa, the concept just makes my head hurt. I feel you, dog. What is time? Totally. It's a flat circle. It's a flat circle. Right. Oh, Patrick. You watched that season of True Detective? I have not. What? I actually never finished the first season. What? That's a great season I... of television. I know. And I'm sure there's probably like a gazillion podcasts that I would love to listen to after each episode. <laughs> it's probably the perfect television show for me. And uh, I just refuse to watch Why? it. I'm pulling a U, I feel like. I'm pulling a U. Why do you refuse to watch it? I don't know, I'm just it? doing it just to do it. Just to do it? I don't, it was more just... <laughs> Life got in the way. I actually would really like to watch it. Yeah. All right, so we're headed north. Oh, wait, what about the photo store? To see how we did? So, yeah, to see how we did. I know that we didn't get every photo, but, you know, we could just look through them real quick. Travels of Goopy. All right, so we're looking at our album. All right, so we got seven of six. Sorry, seven of 12. All right. Nine of 11. All right, so we got our first one, where we're holding up a peace sign. Mm -hmm, very cute. We got number two, which us and Marin by the cliffs. Marin by the cliffs. We got number three, wolf. which is Marin falling on me. <laughs> and you look like a monkey in that one. We got number four, which is Taryn, Marin, and I. We're both looking pretty grumpy. Yeah, what's going on there? Why are we mad at Taryn? Number five is Orira chatting away on the phone. Mmm, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> Number six is us running away from Bow Wow after accidentally <laughs> striking him multiple times. After striking him. And number 11 is us and our uh, ghost boy boo friends. Ghost boy boo friend. So we did a pretty a good, good job. Ghost boy boo friend. Goopy one I'd got a couple so. pictures we didn't get, but you know. Going to the egg. All right, well, here we go up the steps. So the egg is closed. There's no way in. Wonder what we're gonna do. So we're gonna pull out our ocarina and we're gonna play Marin's song. Here we go. Rocking out. Ah, the instruments appear around us and we get the full orchestration. This is a jam. <laughs> Shaken. Oh, get an earthquake oh. and it busts open. Hoot hoot! The time has come! 
The windfish awaits. Enter the egg. Hoot hoot. All right. All Thanks right. for letting us know, Owl. So here we are in wind the windfish's fish's egg. egg. And it's just dark. So it's a dark room. Braziers that we can't light because they're above us. Braziers. Oh. And we fall down a pit. Right. And now we're just in an empty room follow... with a cool design on the ground. It looks like hand weights or bones. Hand weights or bones. I like that. So Ben is using the... All right. So we're going to follow our guide from earlier. Which is, you know, something that maybe Navigating new players didn't know what you were supposed to do. All right, we got the good music. Oh, and now pit. there's a pit to drop down. Here we go. Ben is equipping. What are you, what are you equipping, Ben? All right, I'm going with the sword mm -hmm. and the rock's feather. Okay. Here we go. We were born of nightmares to take over this world. We made the windfish sleep endlessly. If the windfish doesn't wake up, this island will never disappear. We would have been the masters of this place, but you had to come here and disrupt our plans. <laughs> you can never defeat us. Let's rumble. Oh boy. We are now facing Dethel, otherwise right. known as the Nightmare. He's a giant blob. So for this first form, Ben, do you know what you're supposed to use? Oh, I may use magic powder. Yeah, so you gotta sprinkle magic powder on the giant blob. There we go, that works. Okay, one. This blob is just disappearing and reappearing and moving around the screen rapidly. And it's kind of like a shadow. Let me know when you... Oh, oh, he's sprinkling. All right, there's three. Okay. Now we have Aghanim's shadow. So, Aghanim, you might remember from A Link to the Past. Right? He was the wizard that flung magic at us and we hit it back. So it's that same... Which is exactly what we're doing Projectile right knockback with the sword. And occasionally we'll hit one that turns into... Uh, it looks like an X and it turns into a bunch of har harmful stuff. And you can't bounce that one back. So this, this Aghanim oh. does not use lightning or summon clones of itself. The shadow is just a little more... A little more basic but ben is still having some trouble he's gotten hit a couple times he's zooming around the room as agonim there we moves go about uh, we hit him four times the room. so we hit him four times and now the nightmare will turn into moldorm's shadow which is basically a silhouette a harder version of the normal moldorm and like moldorm you just gotta hit it in the tail all right, and now we have Ganon's shadow, which is pretty freaky, because, like, how, why is Ganon's shadow on this island? Why does the Nightmare have a memory of Ganon, of Aghanim? All these questions unanswered, up in the air. So so Ganon has the... We hit Ganon six times, and that uh, that took him out. Oh, oh, yeah, the bats. Now he's got, like, a snake boy going spinning after us. And the spinning spear. Yeah, his next form is Landmola. Right, it'll chase you real fast around the room. Be careful. Um, yeah, keep I can see keep that. running. All right, so Do you know what to equip to beat this one? My sword is not helping, so I'm gonna. Oh, there we go. Okay, one hit did that, so I put okay. the magic rod on. Magic rod. So Dethel. 
is up next. So this is the nightmare's, I guess, root form. A black blob with tentacles that have eyes at the end. And the tentacles swing around and Ben has to hop over them and shoot this thing in the eye. Ben's doing a pretty good job, although he has lost about half of his hearts. This thing is pretty terrifying, and I gotta say, Ben is down to two hearts, oh my gosh. Ben might not make it out of here alive. Goopy's dodging, he has one heart left, and he's hopping, and he does another jump. He still only has one heart left. Oh, and just like that, this island is going to disappear. Our world is going to disappear. Our world, our world. Wow, you did it with one heart left. Goopy, you have beaten all the nightmares. Climb the stairs before you. So these stairs just appear out of nowhere. Wow, there's a- and we start climbing up them. There's a cool engraving of the windfish in the middle of this room wow. that we've been fighting in. Oh, now we're in we're like- some like psychedelic clouds. Yeah, we're like in space wow, and we go up to this cool. platform and there's hoot, hoot. stars and here's the owl. Hoot, young lad, I mean, Goopy, the hero. You have defeated the nightmares. You have proven your wisdom, courage, and power. As part of the Windfish's spirit, I am the guardian of his dream world. But one day, the nightmares entered the dream and began wrecking havoc. Then you, Goopy, came to rescue the island. I have always trusted in your courage to turn back the nightmares. Thank you, Goopy. My work is done. The Windfish will wake soon. Goodbye. Hoot hoot. And he disappears. Bye, Owl. Wow. Oh, and here is the windfish. I want a tattoo of the windfish. It's majestic. It's be awesome. covered in colors and has little tiny wings. I am the windfish. Long has been my slumber. In my dreams, an egg appeared and was surrounded by an island. With people, animals, and an entire world. But verily, it be the nature of dreams to earn. When I dost awaken, Koholint will be gone. Only the memory of this dreamland will exist in the waking world. Someday, thou may recall this island that memory must be the real dream world. Come, Link, slash Goopy, let us awaken together. Play the eight instruments. Play the song of awakening. All right. Oh, we just pull out the instruments? They're just floating above our head in a dope circle. It oh. fades to white. And we see the island. Bow wow fade. We see the kids playing the catch kids outside the library. The Octorok and the Spiky Boys. On the beach. Fade. There's Marin looking like a goofball with a toadstool. He's fading away. He's tripping in the woods. Oh. We got the Fox Boy and Marin singing. And the whole island just disappears. The, the island that is a mountain with an egg on top disappears. And everything starts shaking. 
and a huge water spurt comes oh, up. Oh, we're riding we're the water riding like it Mario too. Through the stars, through space. The screen goes white. And we're looking up, it seems, at some seagulls and sun and clouds. Hmm. What's going on? What's going oh. on? Oh. And we flash and see that we're there, sleeping, holding on to the mast of our wrecked ship. Wow, we're back in the ocean on some flotsam. We open our eyes. We look up at the sky. It goes white. And now we're sitting there, contemplating what's just happened to us. As we cling to the side, as we cling to our raft, and a shadow passes over our face, and we glance up, and we see the, the windfish, windfish calling out as he passes into his next life, his next dream. We're not sure, but we're amazed wow. at what we're seeing. A smile crosses our face. That is our game. 1998 staff. Oh, did you just see that in the credits? What? It said shopkeeper. Beetle. Oh, snap. All around great guy, Beetle. All around. Beetle's getting a shout out in the credits. Let's see what's up with that. <laughs> Let's go. What a great game. Man. And back in the credits, it pans up into the sky and we see the windfish one more time as we finish off these credits. Wow. What a so there you go. game. Your, uh, still your favorite? Still your favorite Zelda game? Oh yeah, definitely. And look at that. There's a nice picture of Marin there in the sky. Oh yeah, that's cool. You're kind of thinking about her. That's pretty yeah. nice. Oh, oh, she turned into a seagull. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's what she wanted. That was her she, dream. She wanted to be able to do that. That was her dream all along, you know? It kind of reminds me of like Little Nemo at the end. Spoilers! At the end of the movie, Little Nemo, he wakes up and still has like the lipstick from the kiss in the dream, you know, bringing something back. Yeah, very cool. From the dream. So apparently the memory isn't the only thing that survived. Um, yeah. And perhaps Marin's love was real enough that it transcended. That's always the thing, right? It's always. Oh, uh, I like that. Yeah. The, the positive like human idea. emotion that survives. To cross over. So, how'd you like playing it? You know, it was great. I mean, I I think I had mentioned when we first started, I'd played the Switch mm -hmm. remaster, maybe uh, sometime during COVID. And that's a great game. But, you know, this just, you know, hits the nostalgia factor so well. Right. That it was just a blast and a half. Just such a great game. So fun. Uh, characters are great. Design is great. Just a really easy game to fall into yeah i feel like it's it's a lot of fun to just kind of poke around the island i truly think that it holds up you know <clears throat> one thing about the final boss the shadow nightmares mm -hmm. or the, you know the nightmare whatever you want to call it um when you wake up the rooster that okay. same black blob swirls around the screen and enters the dead rooster to bring it to life. Oh, okay. Isn't that, That's kinda... isn't that interesting? Yeah. I don't know what to do with that piece of information. Do you think maybe Deathel wanted 
also wanted the nightmare to end. And so that song of awakening has a little dark magic cooked into it. Oh, you've thought about this a lot more than I have. So if you think so, I think so. I mean, I always feel like, you know, some of my best dreams are a step away from being nightmares. You know, like there's a, there's like a Mm. fine line between exciting and horrifying in such a bizarre, surreal place. I like that. How do you feel about the fact that, uh, the island disappears and it's all gone? I mean, we, in one way, saved the windfish from a terrible ongoing nightmare, but also kind of, you know, destroyed a whole civilization. I mean, that's interesting just to think of the ramifications because is that's what is that what you think is happening every time you dream that those worlds are real for whatever or whomever are inhabiting them. And then when you wake up, all of those that that dream goes away. I mean, in Do the inhabitants of a dream even think about it that way. You know, they just that's just their life. Like maybe that's just their life cycle is just whatever that dream. was. Right. And and life cycles are an important thing to to think about. Uh, I just recently watched the first episode of Bill Nye Saves the World. And he All explained right. um, that death is important for a species because our environment is constantly changing. So if we don't die reproduce and then die off and then then we can never evolve right evolution and adapt Mm. to our environment like we don't like we have technology uh, but we can't truly adapt as a species unless we continue to die and be reborn and perhaps the windfish will dream another dream and it won't be inhabited by Mm. nightmares uh and Mm. maybe some of those same or similar occupants will exist you know like uh like in a David Lynch movie, there's a there's a couple of them where halfway through the movie, the plot kind of changes and the characters take on mm. new roles and they're kind of still there, but it's different. Um, mm. You know, just the the human, the modern human like need for a linear story. If you can kind mm. of abandon that, it's I think it's a really cool thing that we were able to bring an end to the nightmare and perhaps make way for a new dream that won't have nightmares or that'll maybe be. Uh, stronger guarded against the nightmares well do you i mean do you think that do you think that every dream eventually flips over into a nightmare or do you think a dream can act like a dream in perpetuity could actually stay a dream oh i think that it's kind of a matter of perspective i have dreams that in the moment kind of seem like nightmares but then retrospectively Mm. i'm like that was really cool um, or in the dream, it's a nightmare, but it becomes kind of a just surreal, fun experience. Mm. You know, this idea of good and bad doesn't necessarily exist as as distinctly, I, I think, in, in the dream mm. world. And to answer your question more directly, I mean, a dream could just be fun. A dream could, you know, doesn't necessarily need to turn into a nightmare. Although, I will say... If I sleep like too long or too late, my dreams start to get a little yep. stressful. You know, my, my mind is that's ready what I'm to wondering, wake up. Like if that's what I'm wondering, kind of like, you know, a, a dream, you know, that you're interrupted from or that you wake up from. But what if the dream like in perpetuity, would it eventually decay? Like is a dream going to decay over, you know, given enough time? Isn't is that uh, what that Penelope Cruz, Tom Cruise movie is about? 
spoilers, he's basically signed up. It's Vanilla Sky. So he's signed up to have a perpetual uh, dream because he can't bear the, you know, he's disfigured or something. And, and it keeps on coming back around to, to being a nightmare. I think that dreams, whether they're sleeping dreams or fantasies, if you linger in them too long, they, I think they run out. Mm-hmm. I think that the, yeah, the definitely. point of a dream is that it's ephemeral, is that it comes and it goes. Mm. Much like life, but it's a quicker thing, I I believe. To spend too much time in the dream world, you know, Nietzsche posited that there are three major distractions from life, right? One being the afterlife, if you're living solely for an afterlife, for eternal uh, redemption, then you're ignoring this life. The other being the real world, like, oh, once I get a job and once I get into the real world, like, you're alive, just... Your life as you're going to get. And the third being dreams, whether they're fantasies or uh. sleeping dreams. And they're, they're simply distractions in a lot of way. And distractions are fun mm-hmm. for a moment. You know, you watch a, you watch a movie, but sometimes, you know, binging that, uh, those three seasons of that show instead of watching a movie is anxiety, you know, is anxiety inducing, mm. um, in small mm. doses, dreams in small doses, I think are a good thing as a, as a base layer to get you to a goal or as a distraction. But I do think eventually they, they inevitably turn into a nightmare. Yeah. So the final boss in this game is very cool. It yeah. takes multiple forms and a lot of the enemies in the, of, in this final boss battle um, that it takes the form of are from this game, but some of them, I mean, you know, like Moldorm is from Tail Cave, uh, Land Mola though is from A Link to the Past, you know, like. Well, and Moldorm is also in Tail Cave, but is also from Link to the Past. Right, um, and I feel like, right. like the giant gel, you know, it's a Zole, which. Mm. Do we see in this game? I feel like we saw Zoles in the at yeah, least the you do. color dungeon. Yeah, you, do. you see slimes. Yeah, you see slimes. You see slimes, but like the giant Zole, I think. Um, oh yeah, smashes yeah, yeah. you definitely in the color dungeon. Um, Agonim is definitely just from a link to the past. So right, right. I think uh, that's that's really interesting. Same with same with Ganon. Like Ganon, this isn't Hyrule. You know, like right. Ganon doesn't necessarily exist on Koholan Island, but exists in the mind of Link and perhaps right so it's like Link is push like Link is definitely filling in some of the dream right right I will say that's where I kind of you know was thinking about how um you know Christopher Nolan's movie Inception yeah and how you have you have like an architect who designs the dream mm-hmm. then you have other people who then populate the dream so the dream is populated by the subconscious of the dreamer yep. But you can create the architecture, right, of it. And you kind of wonder, you know, did the windfish create this architecture, create Koholan Islands? And then you as Link, because you're obviously sleeping, you wake up from sleeping. Are you, uh, are you manifesting parts of the island, you know, into it? Manifesting, like, the monsters and some of the creatures that, like, you're fighting. I would, yeah. But there are also some, like, standard ones that are also there. Exactly. I would go further and say that Link pretty much designed Koholan Island. I feel like the Windfish's dream was a lot more ethereal and less tangible before Link entered, but Koholan Island looks like Hyrule. And Marin and Terran are characters in Hyrule. You know, like there are 
so there are so many aspects that are being pulled from Link's existence. I and at, at, by the time Link shows up, I feel like it's like half and half. And perhaps it's necessary for Link to have all these visions in order, or to have to be positing all these characters and this structure in order to work through the dream, much like we do with our dreams. You know, we can't always face things directly, um, so we you know, assign a role of, you know, importance, like a comforting person in our lives to help us, to help guide us through a problem or an issue. Um, and, and then outside of the, the theory of the game and of Koholan Island, you know, this game was a Zelda game. And how do you, mm. how do you like make a Zelda game that still f- is filled with the characters, some of the characters that we know and love and the structure that we know and love while making something new. Um, I feel like it's less cheap than uh, at the end of the story. He woke up. It was all a dream. Uh, much like, I guess, Mario 2 or Yeah, whatever. it doesn't feel cheap. It doesn't feel yeah, cheap. It, doesn't, it didn't feel cheap when he wakes up. You're not like, oh, wait, that was a dream. You're like, no, the entire time you were alluding to this was somebody's dream. Right. And it's more like, whose dream was it? That is the interesting thing. Yeah. Whose dream were you just inside of? And I think that it's an interesting thing because they could have just like made this weird game and have Link wake up at the end like, oh, it's just a dream. But to avoid that that corny trope, why not just from the jump ask the question and have it kind of right. going the whole time? Really cool stuff. So now that we've played this, right, we, we like to rank yeah. all of the games that we've played. And like rank. since, you know, since the last... Since the last gameplay section of this was so short, we're just going to wrap it up in this episode here and call this a season. We're wrapping. You know, of course, I love this game, but I tried to, I tried to look at it through a new lens uh, as, as you played right. most of it and as some of our listeners talked to us about it and we got some feedback. I think that the, the real charm of Link's Awakening is how they fit a brand new mostly a brand new world into your pocket, you know, like before you had to, mm-hmm. yeah. you had to get the cartridge, maybe blow on it. Maybe it doesn't work. You have to have a TV. Uh, you have to play until you hit a save state or keep it on. You have to go to a specific room to do this, but like the game boy just revolutionized the way that we can play games and right. it being an Island doesn't have the privilege of like an expansive kingdom, like Hyrule. But as the game goes on, it gets deeper and deeper and, with dreaming and imagination at, as the cor- cornerstone concepts of this game, its size continues to grow, but you can still fit this game experience in your pocket. It's something that you can take with you on a you know, a long car trip or play after you're supposed to be asleep with like a flashlight wedged in between your ear and your shoulder <laughs> underneath a blanket, which is just a brand new way to experience a game. Um, I really love the secret seashells. I think that it's a really cool way to keep you overturning every stone, digging in every discolored mm. patch of land, uh, picking up all the rocks, going onto every screen, um, just looking for these secret seashells. I'm sure that even after people got the sword upgrade, they kept collecting and going back to the seashell mansion. It's just gives you so much room for your imagination to to run wild, you know. Um, the sprites are adorable. The music is really pleasant, sometimes scary. 
and then with with uh, the DX version that brings color into the game and just an astounding way. Sure. And the Game Boy Colors release, it like reintroduces this game, which is, you know, a reoccurring sure. dream. And maybe the next time you have it, it's right, more vivid right. and more fun. Oh, yeah. I like that. Right? Um, yeah. And then they built that color dungeon into the graveyard. They didn't like make a new screen or... Or like, for example, mm. the the Mario three levels that you can access on the the Game Boy uh, Advance on the Switch. Switch. Right. Um, you like go to a thing and you go to a thing in the main screen and choose them, and then you're just kind of there. But it's but yeah, th- it took me a while to figure out how to find them because they were just like, oh, you got to press this random right. button and then you got to do this. Thing and it's and just not necessarily yeah. as fun as this, where you're like in the graveyard and. You discover a new dungeon in a world that you've already probably explored top to bottom a couple right. times if if you're a fan of this game. And they just like introduce right, right. it just it's it's such a cool game that keeps a young mind hoping to find more secrets. Um and that's what we hope from video games. There's a lot of criticism, especially when video games first started to get popular, that it hurts the imagination. But that argument was the same for for books, you know, back back when they became readily available. Like you're not just making things up and playing with a stick. Like right. I would say that this aids uh, the imagination. And now that you can take your switch anywhere, um, you know, and it's just like so many new gamers have a 3DS since they're a kid or or were born into a world where the Switch exists. I'm sure that some of the like right. initial charm of this game is less novel. And, you know, clearly we have like a big nostalgic connection to it. So that influences my opinion of the game. But I think it holds up really well for a new generation of gamers. And again, the remake is probably a more approachable version. The animation's delightful. I mean, having played through this... I mean, having played through this, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, actually. Cool. Uh, that it, I mean, I think because, I think when we originally did that ranking about the best game for a, for a newer gamer to play and you and me and the boys over at Sacred Realms, we all agreed right. that it was the Switch remake. I think now that this is on the Nintendo Switch DX, uh-huh. um, sorry, this on the Nintendo Switch. Right, right. I might put this one above only because you don't have to buy it, right? It comes with your oh, expansion sure. pass that you're probably going to get anyway. Yeah, that's a and good point. So it kind of feels like you don't have to drop 60 bones. You know, you can, yeah. you know, this is 80 bucks split eight ways. It's $10 a year, you know, to get all of it. You know, in, in my mind, this might actually like take the cake, you know, for being the best initial game uh, for that reason. So I, I, you know, I feel like we did rank the Link's Awakening remake as the best game to play if you've never played a Zelda game before. Um, 2D. Right. 2D Zelda game if you've never played a game before. And I think it won overall, too. But um, It won overall, yeah. I would stick with that, but I would say if you're familiar with Zelda and you haven't played Link's Awakening yet and you have Switch Online, dive into this game. Mm. Just, just know that like there's some text boxes that last too long and... The the mm. item inventory where you have to like switch on and off of your sword, you know, it mm. you have to be a little bit more patient with that than you're used to being with newer games. But like again, we talk about this all the time. Like Celeste, uh chicken 
chicken horse that uh, did we ever play that no there's plenty of games that have this yeah. retro feel and i think that this right. is a game that just accomplishes using that old school pixely artwork just perfectly it just looks so cool and yeah. i highly recommend absolutely popping this open and at least putting in a couple hours seeing where you get i doubt that if you are if you are charmed by zelda games i doubt that you're gonna have a hard time enjoying yourself yep. playing through Link's awakening dx all right so with all that we're come to our rankings we've played five games to remind you at home we played the legend of zelda we've played Link's adventure we've played a link to the past mm -hmm. we played ocarina of time and we played Link's awakening dx so we'll do this as we always do it we'll give you our we'll each give our fifth and our fourth our third our second and our first um actually let's switch it up let's do our first fourth third and then we'll give our first and our second will be the obvious you know runner up so all right <laughs> you go first because i'm a little lost all right well we're going to be giving our this is our fifth ranked game that we have played Whew. this is a hard one this is hard nostalgia runs deep uh but i'm gonna give the fifth place game Link's Awakening DX. Wow. Wait, did, Pat, did what is your fifth ranked game? Wait, did you just put it last? <laughs> After saying it's the game you would suggest people play first? <laughs> I did. I did. I feel like as a Zelda game. You're a little yeah, all over the place. So I'm putting it fifth. I would put I don't know. We're just doing this on the fly, whatever. I would put it on the, fly. the legend The Legend of Zelda as number five. Okay. Number four from me would have to be how I'm feeling today. Uh, Link's um, the Adventure of Link. That would be number four. Oh crap! I forgot about Adventure of Link. Okay, so the Adventure huh? of Link is definitely five. And you can't change. I'm changing it. L those votes are locked in. No, they're not. They're locked we in votes. Even, we we're not even writing this. We don't even know what we said last season. So. That's I'm going to put the adventure of link at 10, five lower than the lowest. And I'm going to put the, I'm going to put like the legend of Zelda at four. So Zelda All two right. is five. Zelda one is four. And then All right. up next is the third slot. What do you got for the third slot? I'm going to do Ocarina for the third slot. You're going to do Ocarina. I'm also going to do Ocarina for the okay, third slot. Okay, cool. And then I'll do, a Link to the Past is the second, and this is the first. As the second. Okay. I would do the original Legend of Zelda as my second, and then Link to the Past as my first. You know, I that's how I'm feeling today. I feel I feel that. So on on the timeline. Right, the Ooh, deep cut here. The <laughs> the Hyrule deep Historia cut. timeline. Um yeah. we got right, Skyward Sword. Minish Cap, Four Swords, Ocarina of Time. Yep. And that's where the split happens, right? The hero yep. is defeated. And we go to A Link to the Past, where Ganon is revived. Right. Up next, we have the Oracle of Seasons and the Oracle of Ages. Mm. And after we leave wherever the heck we are in the Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, 
on our way back mm. to Hyrule, that's when we capsize and uh. we are brought into the Windfish's dream by I think I think the nightmare brought us there. I I don't know. Mm. It's it's I don't know if it's explicit. I'm sure there's like a theory video on YouTube that explains it all. Yeah. That we could have watched ahead of time, but so yeah, you know, if you if you want deep dives into all this stuff, <laughs> again, go over to Sacred Realms. Not they got not our podcast. We got all that stuff, and you know, maybe in the hiatus that we have coming up, we'll we'll talk more about that. But we're here to play games and talk talk about playing them. Um, so up up next in this timeline on on this strand yeah. is the Legend of Zelda, followed by the Adventure of Link, and that's oh cool where this branch. Of the timeline, and so after we, after we come to on a little piece of wood, which really stresses me out. I gotta say, just floating around in the ocean, <laughs> on a tiny piece of wood, <laughs> after going through an island that then disappears, very stressful situation. And I think this is the link in the most amount of video games because this is Link to the Past. Yes, and then he's in the Oracle games, which are there are two of them, two. and then he's in this. So that's four games that this Link is in. And five six because then he's in the Legend of Zelda and Adventure of Link. No, that's a new that's a new Link. Oh, because that Link is like that Link is only like eight years old. I got you in, yes. in that game. It's a new Link. Yes, because the yeah. gold the gold era the gold era where the monarchy of Hyrule is using the Triforce lasts for a while. Right, and we have a new right. Link reborn. Yeah, so this is the same Link in from Link to the Past. One, two, three, four games total. Wow. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Very good. We're gonna we're gonna hop over to the hero being successful with the Sacred Realm protected child era and yep. play Majora's Mask next, which is a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time in the Hyrule Historia and in the franchise, which is really yep. exciting. Very exciting. We've mentioned this before, but I've I've beaten Majora's Mask once with a friend in I think twenty eight hours. I've beat it once. It was you know a decade and a half, maybe two decades ago, uh, not two decades, a decade and a half ago probably. And yeah, just looking forward to playing it again. Right, we're gonna give the summer. To all the other Zelda podcasts out there and stop taking up all their viewers. I know. I know they could use them. And <laughs> definitely. And you know, we'll we'll probably have some side quest episodes here and there, like we'd like to do. And if we behave ourselves, we'll get invited onto Sacred Realms podcasts here and there and do some other fun stuff. But we're hoping to get together and to play Majora's Mask in person mostly, because we have so much fun playing these games in person. Absolutely. And until then, uh, I hope everybody has a really fun time playing Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter or Discord or whatever if you're Discord. picking up this game to play after we've recorded it because we're hanging out, we're around, and we're always down to talk Zelda. Always down to talk Zelda. You know? Well, Patrick, this has been another season of Hyrule Podcasters. The Thanks, everybody. Peace, peace, peace.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Hyrule Podcasters. Podcast of the Windfish. An odd conduit media production. If you like what you're hearing and want to support us directly, you can head over to our Patreon page. We'd also love to see you in our Discord. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Hyrule Podcasters and on Twitter at Hyrule Podcaster. As always, this episode was produced by Patrick. And we'd like to thank LT Headtrip for composing original music for the podcast, including our theme song. If you want to play along, you can now find Link's Awakening DX via the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. You can also play on the Game Boy, the Game Boy Color, and the 3DS via the Virtual Console. And while there are differences, the Link's Awakening HD remake for the Switch is a great way to play along, too. And be sure to rate and review us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to listen. We did it. Another season. I'm going to go cry because we're done playing the game now. Burn it. Burn, baby. Burn. Mike, 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 Mike. Check. Well, now, don't you tell me to. Smile. You stick around and make out what you like. Numbers be. Um, but you keep. Dial. Maybe because I'm so versatile. versatile. Smile. Profile. I said. I thought it was just a back when I hear. Yeah. Oh, chow. From the, the river out to the. Now. To, to the, the very, very last mile. mile. All right, stop recording. My mic. Hey, okay. No, no, no. We're we're one mic. Odd conduit media. media.